All right, here we go. Another Get It Right webinar on a Tuesday night. Ken? Well, again, Get It Right has all their stuff together. Bob Arnell, thank you for doing another one of these for us. Um, Dennis, I know we have a state clinic coming up this weekend in the state of New Mexico. What else is on the horizon? So, I'd like to hold on. Somebody's not muted. Okay, so like that, this weekend is a state clinic, uh, Friday, Saturday. Don't forget to attend. Next Tuesday, Bob will be back with the NFHS rules changes for this year. We'll go through all the Tuesday. Guys, please, please uh, mute your mics. So next Tuesday's uh, rules changes uh, from the NFHS. We'll go through those again a little bit more in depth. I'm sure we'll go through them um, this weekend at the state clinic. Um, but we'll just uh, reiterate them because I'm sure we're not going to learn them all in a one-hour webinar um, Saturday or even on on Tuesday. So we'll just keep hitting those new rules. And then next week... Uh, for our webinar, um, that is still in the makings of the topic and the presenter, but uh, that's in the works and we'll let you guys know uh, what it is and what day it's gonna be. Hey Bob, of all the webinars we've done, we always get the most feedback and views on your presentations for Get It Right, so good job. And uh, all right guys, Bob Arnone, Get It Right Enterprises. Okay, first thing I want to get into is the positioning. Uh, rule 1-2-4 talks about that. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit more detail about making sure that uh, the pylon on the goal line and the sideline, uh, it's actually sitting on those lines. Uh, but the one I want to talk about right now is the one up here that sometimes you get these dads out there trying to help set up the field. And the rule book allows us to put the pylons on the end line. Uh, or you can put them three feet off. Uh, we really would prefer to have those three feet off because if you get into rule 2-29-1, part of the definition of out of bounds, if a player or a runner contacts anything other than a player or an official that's uh, on or outside end line or sideline, uh, that player is considered out of bounds. So you could imagine if this pylon was sitting here on this end line and you had some wide receiver coming across the back of this uh, of the end zone and he accidentally hits that pylon and knocks it over, uh, whether he stepped on the on that end line or not, uh, he's he's out of bounds. So you're going to have an illegal participation, or you're going to have an incomplete pass, or or something that's just plain not going to look right. So um, I so as you inspect the field as part of your pregame routine, and if you happen to see any of the pylons on that end line, uh, for everybody's sake move those babies off. 
So that, that's what we have on positioning right there. Of course, we got the one on the corner. And let's get into what's happening at the, there at that goal line. Okay, we'll talk about positioning. And what's gonna happen is this player is gonna dive. I'll put it on playthrough. And he contacts the pylon with his helmet. Move over to this wing official position. Bring that up just a bit. And that's what that'll look like. Now let's step through it. Okay, so he's got the ball tucked up under himself. And his head is going to be the one hitting that pylon. So just like I was talking about being back on the end line, once he hits that pylon, he's considered out of bounds. And when we just kind of slide over here a little bit and see where that ball is, it's not breaking the plane. The white team is going to maintain possession of the ball, but that ball is going to be spotted inside the one-yard line. Comet hits. He's short of the goal line. If that wasn't a fourth down play, well, then he can go ahead and uh, next play would be from inside the one-yard line. Now let's see what happens when the ball hits the pylon. So this gets to be a little bit different because that pylon is also considered sitting on the goal line. We'll put this on playthrough again. We'll see the player diving and hitting that pylon with the ball still in his hand. Okay, so what do we have here? He's in the air. He's in the air. Ball hits the pylon. So essentially, he's, he's breaking the goal line and goal line extended. Uh, we'll talk about that in, in a little bit. Uh, so what you have here is a touchdown. And by comparison, we'll put this on playthrough again. On the right side, you see that he loses the ball. And that ball is hitting that pylon. On the left, he maintains possession. On the right, he loses possession of the ball. And that's what that looks like there. Let's step through it. Loses possession of the ball. Ball hits that pylon. And what happens here is just like fumbling that ball into the end zone. Uh, when that ball hits that, uh, breaking the, that plane of the goal line, uh, and since it further winds up uh, out of bounds, uh, that's going to be a touchback. So by the fact that he lost possession of that ball and it hit that pylon, uh, you have a touchback on the right. Touchdown on the left because he maintained possession of that ball. 
So let's drop over to goal line extended. So we're going to see a similar kind of situation here. The player's diving and he's reaching outside that pylon. So there's a lot of things you need to watch for on this one. Let me put on playthrough again. So now what he's doing is he's reaching outside of that pylon. The ball's already broken the, the plane, uh, the goal line extended. Looks like he's getting ready to touch that pylon with his left hand, but the ball's already broken the plane. And if we get on top of this, you can see there clearly that that ball is beyond that goal line, and the player is just getting ready to touch that pylon there. There he's making contact. So the goal line extended. You have the potential of that being a touchdown. And I say you have to, that we have potential there, is that the player must still maintain contact in the field of play if he's going to reach out there and try to get himself a, a touchdown that way. So there he is breaking the, the plane. He's maintaining contact in the field of play. And then we have a touchdown. By comparison, we'll put it on playthrough or slide over here a little bit. Just kind of focus on the on the images on the right. And there you see him diving out. So he's up in the air on the left. He's dragging his foot. Right side, he's doing a Cam Newton flying out of bounds. He still breaks goal line extended, but because he didn't have any part of his body touching in bounds, we don't have a touchdown. But now he is going to keep the ball because he didn't lose possession. So we'll wind up marking the ball short of the goal line there. Now, one of the things that we really need to watch for there is this is where the side guy may need to get some help. Uh, Four-man crew, uh, I'm not exactly sure how much help you might get. You know, you might get something from, from the referee. Uh, if you're doing a five-man crew, as a back judge, you're not going to really make a call on any of that. So if you see that player diving like that, now we'll block by 18 here. You know, if, you, if you're not blocked, you might be able to see that he's dragging his foot there on the ground. Uh, that'd be a good opportunity if you're on a, a pro turf sort of field. Maybe you might see some of those uh, black pellets kick up. If you're on a natural field, uh, before you decide whether he's out of bounds or if he's got a touchdown there, uh, see if any of that grass is dug up. Uh, but but there's some 
things there that that's happening where if you're there on that uh you're in that wing official position there's a lot you're looking at not to mention you want to make sure that uh this guy's not diving straight at you so uh you notice there that the ball's breaking the plane you may not get a, a chance to look to see if he dragged his foot see if you can get some help from any of your officials That's all that I had uh, scheduled this evening to talk about pylon plays. Uh, anything else that you all want to bring up? We'll talk about mechanics, how you all would handle something like that in a four-man, uh, or anything like that? So I have a question on um, this diving play. If he dives over the goal line... He does not hit the pylon, but he's in the field of play, and and as he lands, he lands out of bounds on the other side of the of the pylon and out of bounds and never touches inside the end zone. If if he right. get my drift, so he jumps and he lands. Okay. He he still lands out of bounds, but he lands as he crosses through the end zone. But never makes contact with with the ground in the end zone. Okay, there 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 might be a couple of things happening here. Let me make sure that we we got a clear understanding of what kind of situation we're talking about here. Right. So the ball. So, so the, he doesn't hit the yep. pylon, but the ball stays on the outside of the pylon, and he crosses over through the end zone and lands on out of bounds. Does he still get goal line extended because he's still airborne? I uh, no. Now, now if he's inside the pylon here, and, and that's what I'm trying to see if I could almost have happen. Um, so on the right side, if he was farther to the left as he was crossing the the goal line here. Uh, and that's no different than the runner reaching the ball out and uh, crossing that goal line, and you're going to have yourself a touchdown. Uh, but what's happening here is he's crossing the sideline before he crosses the uh, – the ball is crossing the, the sideline before it breaks the plane of the goal line. So that's what's going to make this different on the right, that uh, even though he's breaking the plane of the goal line, he's not maintaining contact in the field of play. So that ball is going to be spotted short of the goal line. Now, or on the left, that ball is breaking that goal line yeah. extended, but he's maintaining contact with the ground. Right. And that's what would make that a touchdown. Right. No, I, I get that. But say the one on the left, he doesn't have contact in the field of play and on the one on the left, he has his left arm is now down in the end zone as he's breaking that plane. Okay. Uh, yeah. For yeah, you're still touching uh, uh, touching the ground inside the field of play to include the end zone. Okay. Uh, so at high school, that's it. In college, uh, I think you have to maintain some contact in the end zone. Do I do I have that right? I, I, I believe if he if he makes contact in the end zone in college, it's a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I believe if I'm correct. 
That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So uh, high school inside the field of play. If he's got the hand down in the end zone uh, and that ball's breaking the goal line, you're good. And there's a question in the chat room. If player dives towards pylon, loses his grip outside the pylon, but flicks his, his airborne fumble into the end zone, can a teammate recover for a touchdown? Not touching the pylon. been established on the illegal bat. So, I guess, uh, so it all depends on, on, I guess, fourth down fumble rule. There is no fourth down fumble rule in high school. You said that. so. Okay. So that almost sounds like a, almost a illegal forward pass, right? If he flicks it forward into the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, you could certainly have a case to call that. Yeah, that'd be. That, that, that would get your brain going real quick if you saw that. Uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about an illegal forward pass on that, but that, that would certainly be in the, you know, certainly be an option on that. Bob, uh, can you, I like the, the way that your views showed here, kind of the difference of being on top of that pylon versus being back at that media line or the dotted line. Uh, can you talk about a little bit more of the importance of that and how it really helps widen out your view so you can see the entire play and the, and the player? Yeah, let me let me take it out of comparison mode. It'll be a little bit easier to, to see. Yeah, when, when I'm when I'm teaching the uh, deep three officials, uh, especially when we happen to be down here at the goal line. Now, now this ball is being snapped inside the five yard line, uh, so this would be a, a line judge linesman kind of a deal. Uh, but if if this was a long run or something, and we happen to have a field judge side judge down here, I. Uh, you know that we we're well outside of the team box. Uh, yeah, take that wide field of view. Uh, this restraining line is not a restraining line for us. So uh, yeah, feel free to back up from that uh, as far as as you want to keep yourself safe, uh, because you're standing still. You know you you want to. Watch what's happening in that goal line. That's a sacred spot right there. And then you got these two players that are probably, you know, pushing 200 pounds each, all in full speed coming your way. So uh, you don't need to be hopping around trying to jump over these guys. Uh, so, yeah, get, get that wide field of view. Back off away from uh, uh, the field of play to keep yourself safe and be able to see what's going on. Did I scratch your itch on that one? Perfect. Thank you. Okay.
Okay, anything else tonight? Does anybody else have any questions? If you're shy, put them in the chat room. Right. Uh, Ken, got anything? No, but I love these animated uh, plays, especially goal line and, and pylon is fantastic. Bob, thanks again. We, we we don't take you for granted. We appreciate your time that you give us. Hey, we're, we're all out here in this brotherhood together. Yep. Brotherhood, sisterhood, not sure who all's on. Yep. Just remember, these are quick 20, 30-minute webinars just to get us thinking, get us in the rule book, and get our local um, associations talking about these type of plays. Um, so, again, next week we'll be talking about the NFHS rules changes. Um, don't forget to attend the state clinic this weekend. Yeah, if uh, 